Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals, this is Notify Wrapped 2020! What do you mean it's been two years since the start of 2020? That sounds like bullshit. I'm your host, Saverin. I'm Fuzzwolf. I'm, I, I'm Shiva, I can't do that. Yeah, you don't want to like... do the announcer voice for 90 minutes of bullshit? No. Okay, fine. Hi kids, we're back after like kind of unintentional month hiatus or so but that's kind of how it is in this bitch of an earth we're back it is somehow 75 degrees on december 8th 9th 2021 and we are all out here on the patio and it is gorgeous we have gorged ourselves on pizza we have hung out the game awards was playing on my laptop until just a moment ago and there's a bunch of video game bullshit that i don't really care about we also had tiramisu woo yeah, and that pizza you got, Chiva, was really good. What's the place called? Brothers Pizza. Yeah, I had a half a calzone and a slice of their cheese pizza, and then I was stuffed. So there's going to be leftovers for y'all tomorrow. Yep, that was the plan. Thanks. Very we'll exciting. for lunch. <laughs> and as we're recording on this tonight, tomorrow is my mom's birthday, so that's fun. I'm going to take, take my parents out for lunch tomorrow. Happy birthday, Fennec Mom! Yep, she, uh... <laughs> The, the big 6-5, I guess. You know, she's 30, 30, 29 plus 34. <laughs> yeah, that that's how that works. 36. Anyways, math is hard. <laughs> and also the last two years don't count. So, yeah, exactly. You know, you know I, I joked last year that, like, my birth, I'm 37 again, because this year doesn't count. Ah, <sighs> you know, the, the episode title being, like, the Spotify rap is like, what did you do this year? I, I fucking survived. That's... All you need to do. Like, I made it through this year. Mm -hmm. I made it through the last year. I've taken care of Panther and Adam, and we're still here. I think that's enough, really. I think that's plenty. Yeah. Considering the odds against it. I've seen a lot of these people like, oh, I haven't progressed in my art or haven't done this much in the last couple years. And I'm like, you and everybody else, buddy. And there was a real, like, societal push early in the pandemic to, like, pick up a new hobby, learn a foreign language, start knitting, you know, learn to code, you know, just basically a bunch of different shit like that. And then other people pointed out, like, yeah, that's kind of toxic. Like, it's cool if you did pick something up, but, you know, for those of us that are working from home, like, we're still working full time and, like, also living through this. And it's like, just surviving for the last two years is perfectly acceptable. Yeah, like, I've I've learned to my gardening I've, I've grown some peppers you know Woo. some fucking worms ate on my broccoli plants so they're dead now whoops Aww. but i still have peppers i can't seem to kill those which is fine um, yeah because you like peppers yeah you know I, I did learn some skills i've been gardening and growing my peppers and making salsa i've gotten great rave reviews from people that i've given it to yeah it's good shit you know it's not complex but it's nice and fun to do and i like giving people things like hey yeah. like we have a new neighbor and he's got two dogs and one of which adam is very friendly with the other one is a baby pug who adam is like oh my god you're a smaller dog but like today you know i just kind of talked to him for a little bit i was like hey buddy you want some salsa yeah. So I'm like, hey, neighbor. That's that's how I'm, I'm like making friends with my apartment neighbors. I'm giving them salsa. You yeah. give them salsa. It's like, hey, buddy, here's some salsa. I make it by the gallon. I have plenty. I, I literally made my last batch by a gallon. I made a gallon of salsa last time. <laughs> it's in two two-liter bottles, and I've been just... Just, <laughs> just fucking just pouring it on your cereal in the morning. <laughs> it was funny. Last night, uh, Webster came over. And Panther was offering her a drink, and he's like, oh, we've got a two liter of... and milk and soda and some beers and... Salsa. Uh, 
two liter of salsa. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, just pour yourself a glass. Let me get you one. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> hey, it's a great repurpose for a two liter bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just been nice to see people again. Too. Yeah. You know, like that has really helped over the last year. Mm-hmm. Being able to have like intimate contact with people rather than just being purely online. Mm. Everybody I hang out with is smart, so yep. you know, mitigate on... that threat. Triple vaxxed and waxed, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Vaccinated, lubricated, ready to be penetrated. Exactly. So, I mean, like, yay, congrats. We're at the tail end of 2021. You've survived. Give yourself a round of applause. Good Woo! job. Cheeringkids.wave. But, you know, we're, we're here. Like, MFF happened. Mm-hmm. That seemed to have gone off well. Yeah, uh, eighty nine hundred people. I think yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a drop, but About like two thousand sort of BLFC people. drop a little bit, but like mm-hmm. it's December in Chicago, and like we are still coming out of it. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. to be completely honest, the pandemic is still going. There are now as many people dying now as there were when there were unvac when the vaccines didn't exist. But the thing is, the people that are fucking dying now are willfully doing so. So nobody really gives a shit. And does that make me bad? No, but it might in some people's eyes. Look, at this point, the vaccine's been available for six months, and if you have chosen to not get it, that's on you. Like, it sucks that there's, like, kids getting it, and, like, this new variant seems, like, might be problematic for people that haven't gotten the the shot, but if you've gotten it, it's just a mild cold, so, you know, Mm. say la vie. I'm glad that cons are back. I'm dismayed that there's some people that are still being dicks about it. Yeah, there was that one dickhead that replied to mff's tweet about their attendance numbers like can't wait till see to see the covid cases coming out and it's just like you know that's just a a bitchy dickish cuntish thing to say Yeah, like just because you couldn't go doesn't mean you should be a dick about it yeah like look they had really stringent covid protocols they had everybody had to show their vax card you had to wear your mask people uh, listened Mm -hmm. like they're doing the best they can because cons had to run. They're not getting out of contracts. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So, you know, they're making do with the with what they got. You know, doing the best they can in the given situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Fiesta will be that way before too long as it is. What, under 100 days at this point, Shiva? Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw a tweet from the Twitter account. A like, couple days ago, like, yeah. Like, 100 days away. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, I've got two cons between now and then. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, FC and Anthro Expo. Expo. Yeah, like I'm only planning on doing Anthro Expo, um, but that's yeah. that's going to be a nice. I'm looking forward to FC because, like, I have there's a lot of furries I know on the West Coast in the yeah. uh, in the Bay Area, and it will be nice to like catch up with them. And you know. yeah, like it's just that's one of those where like you have enough people out there, so it's like going out there and just going by myself or like I don't know who all's going like if i really wanted to i could probably get like one of my west coast friends to stay with them but it's also one of those things where it's like i'm already doing anthro expo like a week or two later so yeah like i mean i'm i'm probably gonna be i'm i don't know i might try to take it easy at anthro expo and not uh, who am i kidding tiny, we're, we're gonna pack the fuck out of the car and try to sell everything we can anyway yeah, but, but i know. mean it's a small con it's not like gonna be running ragged like it's an anthrocon or fc yeah yeah um uh-huh. but if we're a little short on stock after fc it's fine yeah yeah like we're gonna cram my car full or your car full and go up there um is Rhea coming not sure okay because having a third person was helpful last year yeah but yeah. you know not mandatory 
a lot of people take breaks and still have two people at the table. Yeah. yeah. It, it will honestly be nice to be able to go back to the table. You know, I've done it somewhat a little bit with, like, helping my parents out at Weatherford, but just being mm -hmm. out there and selling books to people, I like that. I enjoy that, and I've missed it for the past two years, so I'm hoping yeah. that everything lines up well and everything can happen so that I get to go to Anthro Expo and sell people porn. From what Tiered said, apparently our, our tables at MFF were basically swamped most of the weekend. Like, I have no there doubt. There's just a constant crowd of people, which is awesome and we love that the numbers were really good yeah our sales were higher than they were in 2019 even though there was 2,000 fewer people at the con well, like so people didn't have any money to go to con or didn't go to con for two years and you had all those new books so people I, yeah i mean you there's like two years worth of new releases yeah like i saw from the for planet account and you retweeting it like people just buying a pile of books and being like holy shit i got all these books from the for planet table check it out and it's just yeah. like <laughs> half a dozen novels and an art book and stuff it's like that's cool yeah and like i when i was putting the inventory sheet together for tier and like i had highlighted in one color um, all the stuff that was new at BLFC that had never been a con before. And it was quite a few things. Even though, like, our release schedule slowed down some, there were still some things, that, um, quite a few things that came out. I mean, at least, like, 30 things, something like that. And then there was several more new things that came out between BLFC and MFF. So I highlighted them in a different color so that they could quickly look at it and be like, okay, that's new or whatnot. But like, yeah. Kindred North by Rukus came out at BLFC and the sequel, Kindred South, came out at MFF. Uh, so those are both out now. I need to add, uh, God, there's several new things I need to add to the website, but like, you know, Tyrion just got home Wednesday. We haven't done postcon inventory. Yeah, and like, yeah. I'm I'm hoping, assuming that he did, you know, COVID test once he got back. Cause he did, yeah, he was negative. There was, uh, you know, <laughs> there was some community spread at the con, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. And like, people are just, you know, get tested. And I'm glad people are being are, are, you know, honestly, props to the people that are like coming out and being like, hey, I feel like shit. I'm going to get tested, and then following up with, well, shit, I have COVID. So I'm going to, you know, have to quarantine for two weeks or whatnot. But, like, that are actually tweeting it and yeah, putting I mean, it out there. Be like, hey, anyone that hung out with me or had close contact with me over the weekend, just FYI. And, yes. um, you know, our crew, you know, was masked most of the time. So, you know, and like one of the people that, that got COVID, we know. Yeah. And hung, hangs out with, with our crew. And, like, you know, most of the time they were around each other, they're all masked. So. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, if you went to MFF, go get tested. They're free if you do it through a place. So you get the little, like, COVID, uh, I forget what they're fucking called, the little two-packs that you can get from yeah. CVS or Health Kroger has them. They're, like, 15 bucks now. Binax, yeah, Binax now or whatever. That's what it's called, yeah. And you just do a quick test, and if one comes, <laughs> if it comes up positive, then you go get a, re a PCR test, but, like, yeah. a, a real test. But the, the quickie test gives you an idea yeah because um, because yeah. yeah like it's it's available just do it please because that's the only way we're gonna get i mean cons are on their back like we don't get a choice as to being like you have the choice to not go to cons <laughs> i'm laughing but like I cons was... don't have a choice to not run anymore I, I i remembered someone posting a picture of their test results before the con and they were like good news everyone covid negative and it said syphilis positive gonorrhea positive <laughs> hiv positive <laughs> 
Yeah, I've got everything else, but I don't got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to hang out fucking suck? <laughs> um, you know, as long as I'm using protection, maybe. I just remember post-Megaplex, people were real nasty about that. Yeah, yeah. People like, people were, really... I mean, and there was, there was still at least one piece of shit that I saw that was, like, making lists of people who'd attended to, like, oh, to be, like, to shame them if they caught COVID at the mm-hmm. con. And I just was like, "That's a big fucking list, man." And, I, and it, it, the list was not that deep yet, but they were just like a random person with a few hundred followers that was making this list to like shame people for getting COVID if they went to MFF. So of course, I blocked the shit out of them. It's like Liam Neeson in that video where he's playing Santa Claus. I'm making a list. Yeah, I'm checking it twice. But like, don't <laughs> don't do that psycho behavior. It's really not cool. Yeah, like that's. Yeah, that's beyond. That's so, I mean, I'm glad that people had fun. Yeah. Everybody that I saw that went said they had a good time. And that's cool. Mutual of mine went there and they had a really good time. They were like feeling really depressed and they're like, this gave me life to go back to the con. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. People fucking need that shit. And like, I'm glad people are able to get get their COVID shots, go and mm-hmm. have themselves a good time with a lot less concern than they did last year. Yeah, I'm still like. I can tell that my nerves are very high strung with con prep, even for cons that I haven't been going to. Yeah. So I'm not sure how I'm going to be a FC, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm concerned for Anthro Expo, not because of COVID or anything. I mean, it's in Oklahoma, which is Texas hat. But just because when I was over at your place for Thanksgiving fuzz... I was really worn out after just four hours of being just around that few people that were there. Yeah. I think we had like 11 people. Yeah. And yeah. like Not a three of them group. were you guys. Right. Yeah. It was you, Tyrion, and Ajax. So like, it'll be interesting because again, I've not been around and in close proximity with that many other people for two years now. Yep. yep. Like I was doing the whole exposure therapy thing by going to malls and stuff prior to Delta and that was stopped cold so it was just like yeah it'll be i think i'll have a hard time at the convention like i'm looking forward to it but mm-hmm. i'm gonna be fucking tired by the end of day and i may need to excuse myself same as you yeah you know might need to take breaks to like take a drink and chill in the hotel room for a little bit scream scream yeah. into a pillow yeah <laughs> you know activate finnick.exe just ah! and just scream <laughs> yeah ah <laughs> uh, so yay cons but also like hey we got to recognize that it's, i realized that we're out of practice I, I i have anxiety i'm on medication the last two years have really pushed that dosage like i haven't changed the dosage but i'm like oh those little pills are really fighting <laughs> to keep me sane <laughs> and like <laughs> it was very funny um so i have that i have a new medication that i've started in the past year Mm-hmm. And you take it at night because it's because it muscle, makes you sleep. It makes you sleepy. I saw muscle. your tweet the other day. You're like, I accidentally <laughs> yeah, I auto all your pills. I autopiloted through my morning pills and took that one as well. And I was just in like this haze all day. Yeah, and I didn't take a nap, but I was just like, that day is not Gone. in my memory banks. <laughs> oh, I, like filed out found. <laughs> I tweaked my back. I don't know last Sunday. I don't know. Um, so, like, Siam keeps a stock of, like, muscle rack relaxers due to his... His back. His back. So, you know, ibuprofen, aspirin, that's not doing it. Pop a muscle relaxer. Yeah. Now, 
if the boys take a muscle relaxer, they're like zonking out. I'm feeling a little sleepy, but not too bad. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so he's got two different strengths because, well, he's had multiple prescriptions of it. Yeah. And it's like, which one? Do you take the five or the ten? Well, I went and found the bottle. It's the ten. It's the only one I found in the cabinet. And it's like, how are you upright? I'm like, mm. <laughs> it's just different meds hit people different ways. Yep. yep. Body chemistry. It's a thing. Yep. And yeah. I'm just like, I, I mean, I got a little sleepy, but not bad. Yeah. No, I just was like, I took the pill and it was like, oh. Well, now what do I do? I have made a mistake. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had eaten something prior well, to that. So. Time to cancel all my plans. Oh, yeah. So your body would be in the middle of digesting. It's like, so it's probably... hey, it's time for me to metabolize this shit. Yep. Whoopsie yep. doodle. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't that bad a deal. Uh you made a little fucky wucky. Yeah. This I mean I mean it did probably give me the relaxed focus to just plow through the zones I was working in on Endwalker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker came out. I'm not gonna say anything beyond I'm really fucking enjoying it, which is nice. Yeah, I got so to, has been playing the crap out of that. He's been mainstreaming it. Like, we're we're like at week. the same spot, so we got to have a nice chat over dinner without having to use euphemism. He would be cool farther if the cues are <clears throat> so hellish yeah i mean that's the thing the game has seen such a huge increase in popularity at the tail end of shadowbringers with wow shitting the bed yeah and so people really got into it because like asmongold and various other large wow youtubers came over to final fantasy you're like oh hey a game that's not made by activision blizzard yeah and, and it's, nobody's it's stolen really breast milk out of freezers here that we know of. It's such a so fucking weird. Yeah, but how would you hear about the shit that went over on over in Japan? <laughs> yeah, it, I know. It just... It's just it's just a funny quip. Yeah. The cues are hellacious. Like I'm on Brunhilder. Apparently, it turns out kind of a backwater server. It's kind of like it's a Tatooine of Final Fantasy servers. Well, I mean, when I started, I was on like Lich EU, and that was a backwater too. But then I transferred over to the US servers and. I can't remember what server we're on. Like, Sovereign just wants to get some power converters. Yeah, but like, I go on and I'm like, oh, my queue is 3,000. And if I tried to log in in the afternoon or early evening, but in the morning I can log in at, you know, when regular people are at work, and I have a queue like 38. That's how I've been able to play so much, is I literally log in in the morning and stay logged in throughout the day, you know, playing, but also like, I can hop off for 20 minutes because the timer is 30. Do, you know, set a timer on your phone. I literally do. I've been setting a timer on my watch. Like, all right, Adam, we got 20 minutes to go take a walk. And like when that 20 minute timer goes off, we got to head back to the house. Yeah. And so I've been able to get up through the fifth zone and it's very cool. But the server queues and some of the art larger servers are in the like 10,000 range. I have no idea what he's been facing. He just said it took him like two hours to get on the other night. Because the queue was so big. Oh, yeah. Like, I haven't... Because I had a bunch of various little errands to run today, I didn't even bother to log in. Like, if I try to log in, when I get home, I can probably log in, start the queue, edit this entire podcast, and then I might be able to continue where I'm from. Maybe. Maybe. Or I could be lucky and have a queue only in the low hundreds. But we'll see. I'm still going to have to edit this first because, you know, I do have some adult things I have to do before being a hot cat girl who's saving the universe. The bunnies are cute. The, was... the bunnies are cute and the, like, 
the fact that they made the maid costume unisex now. Mm-hmm. I have seen so <laughs> many bunny boys out in the maid outfit mining and gathering. So you can play the bunny boys. Yes, the bunny boys were added in 6.0. I'm talking about the little ones. Oh, the, the little bunnies? No. No, I'm Those saying... Those are cute. The, the, I haven't seen the male bunny boys. The male Viera were added. Um, and they're adding female Hrothgar, the big cat people. And I hope they just slap some tits on the model make them have a better posture it's because like they're supposed to be bigger than the men than the men really yeah because it's a matriarchal society where it's like the ladies are the big ones in charge mm-hmm. the the lore reason as to why there's not fim hrothgar around is that they're basically leading their shit and all the dudes are basically like the lions that have left the pride uh. so i mean they they're they're lion people so they have kind of that lion matriarchal thing going on and the Bunny Boys, it was kind of the same thing, where it's like they're a matriarchal society that the women live in cities and villages together, and the boys are out solitary doing, you know, Bunny Boy shit, being gay together. Hot sure. Bunny Boy shit. And so, like, now they've added them to the game, and they're they're out there. Holy shit! But I am uh, this uh, sorry. This headlight just came across my thing. A woman in Thailand blew up an oil warehouse because she was angry at her boss for causing her stress. May we all aspire to such heights. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to, to show your boss you're mad. But yeah, the the game is really good. The queue times suck. The music's amazing. The story is really good. But I can't say anything else because the game came out like on Tuesday and then was on early access a week before that. But... People are so not where I'm at in the story. I know people that are already done with the story. How? I mean, did you just take a week off and just... The, they, my guild leader took the week off. My, I, guess... I know people that, just, like, their job is they're a streamer and they just I mean, mainline the yeah. story. But, like, for me, I'm most the way through. But also what I do is not traditional jobby shit. So I can sit down and do the stuff. So... Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, much how Panther will explain his esoteric shit to me and I am the dutiful partner who listens, he has listened to me talking about, like, the various story beats and, like, oh, my God, the story just did this and he just listened. And it's like, that's nice. That's that's nice, dear Pat. Pat. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and, like, I have to, to figure out ways of explaining things to him, like what a particular thing is i called it scary clown syndrome (laughs) um and yeah like if you've played the game you might understand guess what i'm talking about but i really can't expound upon it because it's a major story beat but i've been that's that's been the major thing this week yeah halo infinite came out i played the intro missions and then it like shit out on me for some reason like it down res to like 720p and went to 30 fps for some reason after the second area and i'm like uh, you know what it's midnight i'm going to bed <laughs> like i don't know what the fuck happened here all i know about ff is i heard about these infamous grapes oh it's so funny because the game does have some interesting usage of models mm-hmm. but like the grape there's grapes that exist in like earlier zones in the game but they're intersecting 2d images mm-hmm. kind of they're old school like they're in the background but in this particular area there's some grape vines that are an area you can walk up to but they're also like maybe as tall as this section of the hookah mm-hmm. which is like you know the bottom of a hookah or, or maybe this coke bottle yeah 
And there's a bunch of them on this thing, and there's this incidental spot. Mm-hmm. But in the intro video to the zone, where it pans through the various parts, and the narrator gives his little spiel, it zooms past these grapes. These, and like, they, three polygon grapes. Yeah, they're literally, like, the most basic crystal shape they have. Like, I think they're actually retextured wall lanterns from, mm-hmm. like... Ulda, like the early early zone stuff. They are they are a low effort asset. But the thing is, they stuck them, a bunch of them, to be a grape thing. And if you look at them from like you know a regular zoom out distance, they look fine. But if you go into first person, you go, I can count the polygons on both hands here. Well, isn't it also that the pan goes like right by them and they're yeah. right in front of your yeah? Screen? It's one of those like uh, they could fix that, but also they've had issues in the past with high poly models fucking things up like in 1.0 there was this infamous flower pot that this person had made this pristine and beautiful flower pot that had more polygons than a player character (laughs) it was this beautiful prop that when you walked by it it tanked your frame rate (laughs) and they figured out what the problem was and banished them all to the nether realm they deleted these things. They sometimes cut the budget on, like, all right, there's a bunch of these little guys, but the particular zone they're in is this massive open space, this giant underground bunker. Mm-hmm. And you see to the other end of the zone. So they're like, there's a lot of assets that are loaded. So we're not going to spend a bunch of, like, assets to make little spheres and make a bunch of grapes. Uh-huh. So they're like, we've got to do our texture somewhere. But then there's another quest where you're, like, moonlighting as a waiter to get information, and you're delivering this HD food to people, and their their buddies are eating, like, Final Fantasy, or, uh, like, WoW food, mm-hmm. where it's, like, super low-poly WoW food next to this HD omelet, mm-hmm. or, like, here's a bowl of soup that looks like vomit next to this lovingly rendered lobster plate. But so it's like they grabbed old assets and new assets. And sometimes mixed them again a little. But the grapes are funny. But then, I just had I'd heard about the low poly grapes and how they were just front and center, middle of a pan. It's hard to ignore them. But then a little later on, there's another zone that at the intro, they show like this family of hedgehogs where they've lovingly rendered every fucking spine on their back. And they're cute little hedgehogs. And it's like, so there's... Just, you know, sometimes they cut a few corners here, but then sometimes it's like, here's a shoe bill, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, the bird, and it's a well-rendered shoe bill that shows up. It, it, it's just... But grapes. <laughs> Everyone grapes. focuses on the grapes. It's funny. I would just heard, it's hard to ignore because they're right there in front of you. And people putting the grapes in as Heidelin, the, the mother crystal. Yes. Like, hear, feel, drank, the, the purple drank of light. Mm, gristles. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Activision Blizzard. Yeah, that's that's great. It's not not going great over there. Yeah, they uh the video game awards they were uninvited to and banned from. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, and there was a dig at them right in the middle of opening ceremonies. Oh, oh. was it? Yeah, and like hey guys, you know. Like they have a walkout and people are going on strike and also their stuff cuz like everything keeps coming out and like, and the top decks are just like, la la la, everything is fine. Yeah, they're not 
taking any sort of action. Bobby Kotick is like, he has more money than fucking God. He could retire and his great, great, great grandchildren should never have to scavenge outside their bunker. But they replaced that painting with a bowl of fruit. They're doing something, right? It's like they can do both things. They can throw Bobby Kotick into a wood chipper and, you know, then replace a naked, a scantily clad lady with a bowl of fruit. I don't know why. Like, why are you taking out the really funny flirts? Yeah, like, don't you want like, to be sexually threatened by a troll woman? The just the whole thing where it's like where they're missing the goalposts. Like what people are asking is because they don't even understand the the base problem. Yeah, you know, it's like you can make changes to a fourteen plus year old game, but you also have to fix your company culture. Yeah, instead of going, I don't know what they're talking about. Everything is fine. So it sucks because you know WoW was a big part of my gaming life, but now it's just like. Nah, I wouldn't go anywhere. I'm not playing any Blizzard games right now. I don't buy Activision games. Like, it's just not really like, oh, I'm a hard boycott. It's just like they're not doing anything I want to play right now. And they're making it really easy for me to not want to play their games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm still playing WoW, but... You have a you have a rating guild. Like, I'm not going to fucking judge you for that. It's just with all their nonsense with Kotic and their culture. And, like, the thing today that was like, you think the situation at Blizz- Activision Blizzard can't get any worse. And then you read about them, how men would steal their coworkers' breast milk. And it was this thing from uh, Better ABK that the person had exerted where they were talking about the issues with the breastfeeding rooms. Like, they had lactation rooms for people to go and breastfeed or pump, you know, whatever, as you should. Mm-hmm. But, like... There was notes like insufficient storage space. There was no locked cubbies for moms to keep their pumps safe. Many had to lug them across campus several times a day as they didn't want to leave them behind. At the time, women were uncomfortable using B13s, which I guess, I don't know what that is. Refrigerators had padlocks that were not consistently locked or could be accessed by other employees. Employees were using the fridges to store their beer in, but the reason there were locks in them in the first place was that nursing people's breast milk would be stolen. <sighs> No one was keeping up sanitation standards. It did not appear that housekeeping was cleaning those rooms consistently the way the rest of the office was. Um, and it's just like, you you had to padlock your breast milk fridge because people were stealing it? What? Why are you like that? Why would you do that? Just what is wrong with straight men? Like- I, it has to be this thing, because like, you know, the, the last podcast I has made a joke about how one of their buddies drank some breast milk that was offered them and he had a bad time. Yeah. But it was just like the, why would you do that to your coworkers? Like then again, I've never worked in an office, so I've never had to deal with the freaks that would steal your lunch or whatever. And so mm-hmm. it's just like, Hey, uh, what the fuck guys? I mean, this is just but one piece of the puzzle there, but there's yeah. so many damn pieces that like oh yeah people were stealing breast milk that was stored because like if the woman didn't have her kid with her she still got a pump during the day and she's gonna take that home to her kid so you know the, yeah when you have a kid the breast just kind of do that you have to take the the pressure off during the day even if your kid's not there i know enough about tit mechanics to to know that at least where are the raid markers does it put out an orange line when it's gonna hit my eye what's going on shiva tell me Skeletons have boob bones. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, boobies. So there's that. I mean, the other thing too, like Game Awards, they did the opening spiel, like we don't like harassment and shit. But then, like, they highlight a new Star Wars game coming from Quantic Dream, which has their own major harassment <laughs> policies and shit. Ooh. 
It, it it didn't actually hurt me. It just took me it by surprise. Him. Yeah, suddenly hey. fire heading towards me. I was just like, ah! <laughs> You're not that flammable, Fuzz, thankfully. Nope. That would have been quite the finale. <laughs> the podcast is over. Yeah. Come on. It's all edited, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> you got as Fuzz's yay! Well, no, I can keep that in because I can be like, it's okay, Fuzz. You're not the Fox News Christmas tree. <laughs> Santifa came in and burned down the the fake Christmas tree in front of Fox News. Did you say San- Santifa? Santifa, yes. <laughs> what? I don't know. Like The Fox News Christmas tree caught on fire. I don't know why I didn't have yeah, read like, the article. I was at work all day and I was busy. Just so a, a news article that crossed the feed and it was like, Fox News is trying to make a big deal out of it. Like, oh, this is a hate crime against us, Fox News. Wait, are you a suspect class? Is dumbass a, a protected class now? Is fascist apologist a <laughs> protected a, class now? It wasn't a real ass tree. It was, was it like a, an a, electrical short, or did someone actually like light it on fire? Apparently, like they, it might have been somebody doing an arson, but we're not. I don't know for certain because I didn't really look into it. It was just like. And huh. Fox News would love if it was an arson instead of just, you know... Because Incompetence. Then, then they're like, oh, we're under attack because the we're not the mainstream, despite the fact being the largest cable news network, period. Mm-hmm. They're so oppressed, just like all the other white men. Yep. But, like, they tried to be like, oh, this is a hate crime against Fox News and the Christmas trees stand for America. Jesus and Hanukkah. It's what we stand for as a country. And someone being like... Fun fact, until the 1840s, Christmas trees were seen as pagan symbols and not accepted by most Americans. An influx of German and Irish immigrants popularized Christmas trees, which have nothing to do with Jesus, Hanukkah, or freedom. Like, duh. Like, a lot of this, like, oh, you know, they had Christmas trees at Jesus' birthday. You know, like, these people that have this myth, and it's like, no, actually, the reason they came in is because those Irish... It's like God being in the Pledge of Allegiance. It's only been in there since the 50s. Yeah, I mean... So I ordered a commission the other day. It was Christmas-themed. And they asked, when do you want it done? It's like, I like it by Christmas Eve. It's a Russian artist. And it's like, oh, is that December 24th? Sorry to ask. English isn't my first language, and we celebrate it on January 7th in Russia. I'm like, so I Googled. And it's because they use the, we use, like, the Julian calendar, and they use, like, the Gregorian. The Gregorian? Yeah. And they've drifted 13 days. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's like, Christmas was on January 7th? Okay. Yeah. Huh. So you need to specify it for them. Interesting. Like that. So is it a tar pick with, you know, mistletoe all over the place or where they can kiss? Yep. Nice. I was only being facetious, but there was that pic uh, that Jonas posted that was uh, Penny with like, she had mistletoe on her hat, on her chest, and at her waist. It's like, pick your fennec, kiss point. No, it's, um, no, it's Shiva and Serrano. I asked them to do a small color change because Serrano has red hair. Put her in a red sweater and there's kind of a red banner pendant thing hanging behind him. So it's like red on red on red. It's like, that's a lot of red all smushing up against each other. They haven't responded yet, so it might be just a no, but. Yeah. I got a really fun animated spanking gif commissioned recently. Oh. Oh. Merry Yifmas to you too, Fuzz. Yes. You know, the, the war on Christmas it's is one with both dog. fire and pornography. It's that November 30th, that pick with the reindeer, November 30th, they're doing work. <laughs> December 1st, they're, you know, tied up with Jingle Bell harnesses, getting yes. railed by, yes. <laughs> by Santa. 
It's the most giffiful time of the year. And hey, Engine Trap can post all the Rue porn they like this week because it's her month. Oh, she's a red. She's a red nosed reindeer character. Uh, I posted a lot of their art in the chat. Yeah, I saw it. I just didn't know what the the character name is Rue because uh, Rudolph. Haha. Uh, okay. He's a red nosed reindeer. No, oh, apparently Final Fantasy XIV won Best Ongoing Game at the Game Awards. <laughs> it's one of the, my people I follow was like, if Final Fantasy XIV hadn't won, I'm willing to bet that theater would be on the news by 11 p.m. <laughs> it's like, ha-ha, they would have rioted and burned down the theater. You know, the final days are upon you, Giafkili. But yeah, like, this whole, like, I haven't heard a lot of the quote-unquote War on Christmas bullshit yet this year, but then again, like, I've blocked most of the people that would perpetuate the nonsense. Like, mm-hmm. I think people are kind of tired of it, and they're like, just shut the fuck up. Like, we can't buy the shit we want for Christmas anyway, so suck my nuts. Like, there's not a lot. Like, you can't buy new consoles. You can't buy old consoles. There's nothing in stock on the shelves, like, for, like, electronics that people want. There's toys, if you can get them, but it's just, like, a lot of the stuff that I, as an adult, would want, not available. So it's just kind of a, hey, you know, give me a gift card to half price books and I'll find something. Because you never know when you're going to find some esoteric tome that... <laughs> that the world forgot. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I was uh, visiting a friend who her husband had been out of town for over a month at this point for doing training and stuff. They're a pilot. They're, mm-hmm. Her husband's a pilot. And so I was just spending a day with her. And we ended up going to the half price books in, like, Keller which is quite a distance from here, but she lives up in that way, and found a copy of the Serendipity book that she didn't have. I need to get those. Um, I love those books. It was one of the original kids' hardcover version about the horse. It was There's really, several by the ho- yeah, about it, the horse. Well, I don't know. It was the one that she didn't have, and the heart, and it was only like eight bucks. Mm. So she was like, <gasps> and snatched it up. I've got a whole bunch of them somewhere. I don't know where they got put in the move. But it was like, just one of those things where you go and you never know what you're gonna find and like sometimes they like the problem with half price books is they decide to to google that shit so you end up getting things of like that book that i got ajax the wolf yeah had a cover price of 15 bucks but they marked it at 20 because it's a super out of print book oh uh, okay. you know mm-hmm. And then you have, like, I found that copy of Marvelous Capcom 2 for the PlayStation 2 for $200. And I'm like, I'm just going to fucking pirate it. I've got a hard drive on my PS2. I don't need... I literally have it installed on my PS2's hard drive that's almost 20 years old at this point. (laughs) I don't have it powered on anymore. That's just, like, one of those things where you power it on, hope it actually boots. Yeah. It's 20 years old at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, Pour in the gas pull it to start <laughs> you know say a quick prayer to the ancients so that their magic will persist but yeah like you find never know what you're gonna find i love half price books you know that other one it's like the bottoming book how to <laughs> have bad things done to you by good people or something like that yeah yeah from like 1995 it's by yep. some gay press that hasn't existed for 20 years type thing you know? i remember hearing about that book way back when too and it, it was, was just apparently like, a big thing at, at the time yeah but it's it's a it's a gay book from 95 that would never know though it's funny because like i've been seeing copies of ojoy sex toy popping up on the shelves in the psychology sexuality section oh huh. i love that series um, i got a couple of like hers. the first three volumes have ended up in multiple half price so they must have gotten like a publisher shipment mm-hmm. and they yeah, end up Tyrion there backs all of them on kickstarter okay I mean, she's got, great like, yeah i mean it's fun and there's been multiple furry artists that have done stories for it and stuff so it's 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 still going 
Like, I remember back in the day when we were watching, what was that, comic? I was trying, just trying to remember. It's stripped? Comic yeah. stripped or something like that. The, the yeah. Penny Arcade yeah. put on? Yeah, and, and that's when we first saw Erica Moen. And, and we I were think, like, she looks like fun. I, I've read, I was reading some of her lesbian um, comics before she got on that. But that's how she kind of got her foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And, and the, she, that, those are really good, too. The thing yeah. is, even though she didn't win i think she's probably the only one still going <laughs> at this point for i them. know she got a lot of press and like a lot of people like like tiran and i really clicked with her personality during like a lot of like the interview segments yeah and, stuff and it like was that. like when she got voted off the island essentially it was like ah what the fuck but it's neat to see her doing so well i mean it's still going i still read it there's still cute little comics every like couple every week and they collaborate with furries quite a bit mm-hmm. yep well, they get a lot of outside artists, but then there's... Like, like Kiyobi's drawn two comics, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ace uh, slash Roanoke has, has done a comic. Um, and there's a couple of other folks that I didn't know. I know Kyle, I mean, Kyle wrote Gold one. wrote one of the ones that Kiyobi illustrated. Yeah. And, that, I mean, that's cool. That's, that's neat, because, I mean, we're a big old faction of art on the internet... So, yeah, I mean, if she's going to hit the broadest possible audience that's sex positive, then she's going to hit the furries. <laughs> when Ace got published, um, Erica's husband had uh, had tweeted about it, and I'd reply, and I, and I basically set up like a little sale on their uh, comics. Nice. And, and, and replied, replied to him, and was like, hey, we, we, we publish uh, their comics, and uh, here's the link to their section on the website. So. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, I love when, like, cross-genre stuff happens. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the other kind of uh, crossover that we don't want to see is when you have people interacting with the brands. The fucking Skittles thing. Uh. We're like, what would Skittles persona be? And you have these fucking 17-year-olds replying with these, you know rainbow dogs and stuff and it's like no no do not do this do not allow them to try to co-op and then boozy pipes up yeah Yeah. like i want you to draw the raunchiest rule 34 of this mascot the moment it fucking pops up it's like we're gonna pictures of a horse fucking a fox and the fox just has like a skills bag on their head (laughs) or they they do the fucking um Oh, what's that one comic where it's the fox fluffer and the horse oh yeah and he's like are you okay and he's just like you make skittles come out of his mouth <laughs> are those images where like someone's getting fucking cummed in and somehow like they cough some up and that's not how that works at all but <laughs> except it's skittles you know just there's lots of ways there's one you of somebody just... coming skittles like a horse jerking off and just I mean, there's skittles an ancient pick of like some of a unicorn coming a rainbow that was like taste the rainbow wasn't there an old band commercial where basically a guy is doing that and then suddenly you see a girl like with her mouth open is instead of like jizz it's like skittles hitting her face <sighs> i'm sure people have made those i don't know if it was an actual commercial but yeah it was just like hey just so you know that uh the company that's doing this has like child slavery cocoa farms so it's like friendly reminder that companies in the cocoa business like mars wrigley who own skittles contract out the lowest coke bidding cocoa suppliers that use forced child labor on cocoa plantations they are well aware of this but make little effort to curb it because money is more than people hey uh do not try to encourage corporations to come into furry spaces we are not going to let you motherfuckers tumbler us 
I'm yeah. going to be weird and queer, and I'm going to spend more money and put as much uncomfortable art out there as I can. This is that much-posted meme of the soldier labeled weird fetish stuff, Block. keeping blocking all of the corporations from furry fandom who's the kid sleeping. And there was an article that was, like, Screen Cat Boozy was like, oh, this will keep, you know, that their fetish art would keep corporations from interacting in that space. And the point was like, that's the fucking point! Yeah. It's like, yeah, we don't want corporations coming in and disnifying our shit. Like, we have these little motherfuckers that are like, oh, Kong, they're supposed to be family friendly. These shirts are unacceptable. Because there was a, a... What was the funny shirt again? <sighs> it was a funny shirt that someone posted about. It was, they were wearing an MFF, and it was like, I'm scared of fights because what if they oh. choke me and I come? Yeah. And <laughs> a lot of people were like, oh, well, that's that, a great shirt. Because it, it was funny. Yeah. And it's appropriate for a fur con. I never actually this... saw any of the tweets where people were complaining about it. There was a few. And like people mm. tend to amplify the complainers more than the people having fun because yeah. having fun is the expected reaction. The people being like, oh, this is unchristian, not on my, my, my Minecraft server type bullshit. Like the one was the person, though, that was like, oh, cons are supposed to be family friendly was like fucking 18. And so people called this kid to task really hard. Pure 18. It's like, I've been going to cons longer than you've been alive, you little shit. And that was a lot of the replies. But it was just like... Go full Kevin Smith on and be like, I haven't gone to cons since you were in your father's balls. Yeah, pretty much. Since you were cum. (laughs) But, like, it's dismaying when you see these corporations being like, oh yeah, like, what if you're a fox and a bunny? Call it a funny. And they're like, can we trademark that? No. No, you fucking can't. It's a fursona idea. Besides, the fox bunny hybrid is called a box, so we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like people have been making funny since Nick Wilde and Judy were paired up together, and people have been drawing that shit. Like, what? When did that movie come out? Twenty fourteen? I don't know, something like that. Because Fiesta, we dragged people to the theater to watch it. Yeah, it was like the super sponsor. Yeah, that was a year that, yeah. that we were at the Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. that was great fun too that that super sponsor. Yeah, I mean, but so but it was it that was, far back. That was yeah. what I'm saying. Like we were at the Hyatt, and then now we're at the the Sheridan. So like it was two con hotels back <laughs> when that happened. That's how we mark our lives. Where the con hotel cycle it was. Yeah, I mean, not even kidding though. I kind of <laughs> hope we could be at the Sheridan for several years because like MFF has been in that same location for probably ten or eleven years now. Actually, mm-hmm. I pretty sure it's 11 or more because they were at that hotel the last time i went to mff and that was 2010 well when you start to get above what we are now your options become relatively limited and i know the sheraton has much larger cons than us in it like a con mm-hmm. um i mean we'll need we should be hub. good until we hit like twenty thousand people god i don't want to be larger than uh midwest yeah i'm happy with our size yeah. you don't need to grow anymore yeah, I mean, well, we'll... It would take a long time. I mean, maybe like 20 years from now, if furry is like a huge fucking thing like anime is. I hope it never does, though. I mean, like, this is me being an old. It's like, I already think the fandom is too accessible in many ways. 
where it's like you end up with these situations of people that can't fucking bind their own business and try to yuck everybody else's yum and does the shit like oh cons should be family friendly well guess what there are a couple of cons like that now you're welcome to fuck off to there yeah you're fuck off or the people that are like well this is why i don't go to furry cons well please do not go to furry cons like let us be weird Uh, freaks in peace please uh, and i'm fine with there being some that are and some that aren't yeah you know or ones like tff where we have a little bit of something for everybody mm-hmm. so which honestly tff is pretty much in line with the vast majority of furry cons. yeah we're kind of average i mean we got yeah. some adult we got some family friendly <clears throat> like even you know. anthracon anthracon's reputation is that it's family friendly but like after like eight or nine or night you know you yeah there's like several i know at least from the writing side of it there's several adult panels you know there's you know writing erotica and writing kink you know there's writing dark and difficult subjects which is also rated 18 plus because it goes into like darker thoughts and you know and that's fine that's the majority of cons are doing that where you're like yeah you're pretty pg pg 13 during the day but you still have an adult section of the art show that's age checked we still have people selling adult things raise his hand in in the dealer's room you know and and everything is all age marked and everything i'd actually like to try out one of those 18 plus cons uh someday i I really was hoping that the when an Austin, Austin was going to pop off, because it's not going to be people with their dicks out. You're still in a hotel, yeah. But you're not going to have kids with families wandering around and coming up and snatching art books, and you have to be like, "No, you don't." Yeah, like, yeah, I know you appreciate I mean, that otter pussy. That is nice, but you're too young. Well, there's like some of the Dallas hotels and such host, you know, BDSM events, and Beyond usually, Vanilla is the big Dallas BDSM. And con. you know, people will wear, you know, get changed in their rooms, wear robes, travel down to their spaces. Once they're inside the space, disrobe. Yep, and, and it's all behind. They're very good about having it all behind, like black curtains and stuff like that. So, like yeah. a rando hotel guest is not seeing. Yeah, like you know, I mean, you could even like you know how ballrooms can airwall off chunks. Yeah, you could have a entry room where you know, like this is you could do like the airlock. The <laughs> airlock, like everything in here is. PG, if you happen to walk by and glance in the room, nothing, and then you got, like, a changing room outside of that, so... Yeah. You know. What's the name of the bear convention here? Bear. Uh, the Dallas, Dallas bear. bear Roundup? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, there I, they can call theirs the Bear Lock. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't even know if the bears are running. I haven't well, heard. No, they, they don't the really run. Man. Those are twinks. Bears kind of saunter, and they're like, come to me, twink. <laughs> and slap their bellies. Twink, 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 bears... Twink draw twinks towards them with our gravitational we pull. Re- we rhythmically slap our bellies to and summon the twinks forth. Yes. yes. Come, little twink. The, we uh, have treats for you. <laughs> the, the mating ritual of the bears and the twinks. <laughs> oh, what was it? I don't have enough body hair to be a twink. Have David Attenborough. David Attenborough. And I'm certainly like no a twink. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got enough to be a bear. I've certainly got the form. Except online, where I'm a <laughs> online, I'm a twink. On the oh. internet, nobody knows you're not a hot skunk lady in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I remember when like somebody was trying to troll me years ago, and they were like, "In Fuzzwolf, he doesn't look at all like his character." And I'm like, "That's right, I'm not an anthropomorphic wolf." <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were clearly making a comment on my weight, but I I choose to see it as no. 
I'm not really an anthropomorphic wolf. Sorry to break the magic, you know? <laughs> and here all this time, I was mortally confused, and I thought you were actually a wolf. I know. Oh, well, I am actually a wolf. I'm just a fat one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those lazy wolves you see on the, the New York Wolf Conservation Twitter who's laying down to howl. <laughs> There's so many videos of that, of some poor wolf early in the morning just raises their head. <laughs> it's too early for this shit. It's like oh. Someone yeah. else has started a howl, goddammit. Uh, I fucking love wolves. Wolves are awesome. That's that's my official word on the matter. Wolves are awesome. Yep. <sighs> Let's see. The last thing that we have in the comment, like two things, last two things. There is an article on, like, the New York Times or whatever about a wedding in the metaverse. Oh. Did you see that nonsense? No. Or it's like, here's a wedding in the metaverse. And it's these fucking, like, 19, like, reboot-ass human models. It, and it honestly looks worse than, like, 2008 Second Life. Yeah. And then the Final Fantasy wedding is, like, Virgin <laughs> Metaverse wedding versus Chad at Final Fantasy fourteen wedding. And it was actually, you know... The characters in front of the big church where the weddings happen for the ceremony of eternal bonding. bonding. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's this extremely pretty area with a very high resolution, like, everything to it. Because you have to pay real money to have a wedding in oh, Final Fantasy XIV. I did not know it was a real money thing. Like, you... It's not much but you literally have to take that extra step you can't just do it willy-nilly because you have to book your wedding in final fantasy 14 um and then you give out invites which are basically the keys to let people into your wedding yeah, it totally makes sense if it's like the church is like a public place and they would have to like yeah i mean lock, lock it down at certain times if someone wants to have a wedding and they only want to have like their yeah. their guild mates or whatever to have in and final fantasy then you have like there's like a 15 minute window before that when you can go into the waiting area and people get to talk and they're like, you can and they then have the it. cue pops and the music starts to play and the boss comes out. Well, it's funny because they do the, the, the <laughs> like ceremony of eternal bonding and someone's like, Ooh, can we play this on Savage later? Um, <laughs> but I, I've been to a few uh, final, final fantasy 14 weddings and they're, they're nice. It's a, very pretty thing and you can do some customization to it and you know there's no gender restrictions mm -hmm. so you can be you know a cat girl can marry a bunny girl or a cat girl can marry a big lion dude or a cat girl can marry another cat girl no gender or species restrictions exactly <laughs> they don't give a shit and it's it's nice but like they're trying to make this deal like ooh, people getting married online and it's like i i had a fucking wedding in realms of despair a mud and then me and a couple other friends went and had a fucking rp orgy afterwards and that was on text on dial-up in <laughs> 1998 you know the way i look at it is it's like so like tieran and i had two weddings because we got married in that in between space between when doma was uh overturned so that other states like Texas had to recognize legal weddings from states where it was legal. And then there was the later one that made it legal everywhere. But we got married in between. So we got married in California, where we got the actual legal wedding certificate and everything. Uh, and we had a nice small ceremony out there in, in front of the, um, with the Golden Gate in the background and stuff and on the pier. It was really nice. And then we had the big family and friends wedding here in Texas, the, you know, all of our family and close friends came well, to. Well, you should prove that our friends actually could 
dress up and yeah. like look like adults <laughs> but, in like tuxes and suits and but what i'm saying is like you know you don't have to limit yourself to just the one big wedding that everybody has to be at or or they just don't get to be at your wedding so i'm i'm totally like yeah do an offline wedding for friends and family that are local to you or can get to you and then do an online wedding where like hey you have a lot of friends in wow or you have a lot of friends well, in final fantasy 14 like the you other know, day don't lock yourself down shelby and slick got married and they have very small ceremony out in you know it's also COVID. small ceremony out in tennessee but they set up a zoom call and like all kinds of people like logged came in, in virtually. And, and watched them get married yeah. Like, I rearranged a meeting on my calendar at work so I could watch it. <laughs> and, you know, there's all different ways of doing things these days. It doesn't have to be the big church wedding. Yep. Yeah. I just think the funny thing is that they were trying to make it uh, this big deal about, oh, you know, this is an online wedding and it's the wave of the future. And people were very quick to remind them that people have been doing that shit for, for 30, for, 40 years. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sure people people got mud-married in Realms of Despair well before I ever did, and I know that people were getting fur-married on Fercadia, and I'm sure people did some kinky shit in Taps, mm-hmm. and Furry Muck, and everything else. So it's like, this idea that it's new, and it looks like shit. It's like, nah. This <laughs> is neither new, but it does look like shit. Yeah, yeah. It just, it really, the, the side-by-side of the Metaverse wedding and Final Fantasy fourteen wedding, it's like... It's the metaverse. It's Facebook. They have all this money. Why do the graphics suck so bad? Yeah. Like, one of the other big benefits you get for the Final Fantasy wedding is that you and your partner get a ring that lets you to teleport to the other. That's cool. Like, so you can adventure together. That's sweet. Yeah, you just yeah, you use it. Include, like, a little extra thing for yeah, you know, and, your money. And if you buy, like, the fancier version, you both get, like, a wedding chocobo. It's a chocobo with, like, wedding barding. Oh, I'd love to and see them in, like, mount. the wedding outfits, like, if you're wearing a wedding dress, but it's, like, armor. <laughs> I mean, there's some pretty white I, and... I have some uh, screenshots from the Final Fantasy wedding I sent, uh, went to, so I can share them with you later. Because it was very... They both... Uh, the cat girl and the bunny girl, and they had... You know their favorite color dress um, died differently, but the like the wedding chocobo is a two person mount that you and your Aww. partner can ride together. That's and so cute. It was funny because they're uh, in dress wedding dresses they sit side saddle. Yeah. So it, it was pretty. I'll, I'll send you screenshots because it was it was nice because it was one of those things where they didn't necessarily do it online in real life, but they could do it in Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. And I guess the final thing on the list tonight is that the pandemic has taken away one more thing from us. The all-you-can-eat Popeye's buffet. No! What? I didn't even know there was an all-you-can-eat Popeye's buffet. Well, there was. I'm not even sure I've ever been to a Popeye's. I, well, I've gotten their spicy chicken through the drive-thru. It's okay. They're overpriced. But Popeye's My had chicken of choice a... tends to be KFC. I mean, I know there are... A lot of places that people say are better, but I I just tend to go to KFC. I mean, I like the Korean fried chicken, but they have sauces that has soy, so you can't have it. Right. Uh, Chicken Express is good, but it's whatever. It's fried chicken. Who cares? Um, But this was a all-you-can-eat Popeye's buffet in Lafayette, Louisiana, and the pandemic basically did it in. Because, I mean, honestly, buffets are kind of passe now. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't 
like they weren't always You don't want to touch things that other people are touching. Yeah, and like even prior to COVID, you ran a risk whenever you went to a buffet place. It's like has this been heated well enough? Did someone sneeze in the food? Am I gonna get sick from eating the food or from other people? Mm-hmm. And this was before COVID was a thing. And so like they've really fallen out of favor. Um so it's not surprising that it was still open. Well, it is surprising it was still open, but it's not surprising that it's closing. Yeah. Speaking of things that did you so I went to get groceries at late o'clock at night because I was working and an outage happened and uh-huh. I finally got free. And it's like, well, it's late. I'll go to Walmart. Walmart is not open twenty four hours anymore. No, yeah, they, they haven't been for a while. They closed at like nine, I think. Yeah, I, but I didn't know that. I, I think hadn't Tieran t- was complaining about that at one point because he used to go shopping at like two in the morning when it was quiet. Yeah, I like going <laughs> shopping at two or three in the morning. You could just kind of mosey, and there's no one there. It's just you and the stalkers like, to dodge. Kroger. They're open to. That's what we end. We end up turning around and going to Kroger because open to one. Yeah, mm. but it's like, what do you mean? Walmart shopping at 3 a.m. is one of life's greatest joys. <laughs> you can't show up and be, like, inebriated at Walmart and your friend didn't decide to put on pants so they're in their boxer shorts and wearing a robe and slippers at 3 in the morning. You're getting followed around by the local uh, loss prevention person. And, uh... No, I mean, loss prevention at that point, they, they know the nighttime crowd is just going to be people in their PJs yeah. who have to get milk at 3 a.m. or else This was tired. also like Cleburne circa 2008. Yes. Or possibly earlier. I mean, it used to be that I would go and, you know, when I work like second shift, get off work, stop by Walmart and mm. have a nice quiet time because it's just you and the stalkers. Yeah. And I don't mean like someone following you. I mean just like people stocking the shelves and you have to like dodge their carts and ask them to hand you things. Speaking of Walmart though, I was my mom asked me to go run an errand today. She wanted me to go down to Harry Hines and try to find a matching set of white cotton sweatpants Mm -hmm. and sweatshirt. And I was not able to do so, which sucked because just she wanted to tie dye something for a Christmas gift. And then I was like, well, maybe Walmart might have them. No, Walmart doesn't have them. I went to the new Giganto Walmart that's on uh, 635 in Midway. Oh, yeah. And they right have a total to of four checkout lines. It's self-checkout. And it, it's yelling at you, please, put your item and in the bagging like, area. Please remove the thing well, you put Sarah, in there. because uh, nobody wants to work anymore. They've, they've sliced, they've, they've cut the workforce down for that so far. Well, well no, to be fair. There's the number of times I've gone to Walmart, and there were still only four checkout lanes open, and there was no self-serve, and you still waited for 45 minutes to check out. Well, I'm not saying it was better, but, like, none of the actual manned checkouts were open. Oh, none? So it was only self-checkout. What time of day was this? It was, like, three. In the afternoon? Yeah. Oh. At this mega Walmart. Huh. And I was just like, huh, this sucks. I don't shop at Walmart, like... The only reason I went in there because you were looking for something. I was looking for particular. something specific, and I ended yeah. up buying a package of their ninety-nine cent cookies and a loaf of French bread for Panther because it was a whole. I spent a whole two dollars at Walmart. Yeah, I, these days, like I, I was going because it was late o'clock at night, and I think Sarah needed flip flops because he broke his last pair. And it's like, well, we'll just we'll just hit up Walmart. They're not gonna get angry because they're open for forever. And then, oh, whoops, they're, they're closed. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's just I was kind of shocked. I mean, I understand why because trying to maintain like the sanitary oh yeah bullshit yeah. it 
overnight was a nightmare, I you bet. know. So <sighs> yeah, but it's just like oh, I'm sad. Yeah, well, you know, the pandemic has taken many things from us, but at least there's still the KFC Taco Bell all you can eat buffet in what? Middle Tennessee. What? At least I think it's Taco Bell KFC. I know it's KFC at least. It just it was one of those things that I've seen when I'm traveling towards Anthrocon. Mm. Like, come to such and such. All you can eat. Actually, no. I remember I stopped there a few years ago on the way back. Uh-huh. Um, that I stopped at the one of the KFC buffets. Oh. This was in like 2018 or so. Yeah, I didn't do even like know lunch, KFC had buffets. This yeah, was one of those like solo drive parts, and yeah. I stopped because I was like, yeah, sure, I'll tempt fate. <laughs> and it was outside uh, Memphis as I was heading back. Yeah. And I, it was all right. It was a buffet, but it was chicken and biscuits, and it was like all the KFC shit oh, put on KFC a buffet. KFC sides, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember going, it had to have been about 20 years ago, but I went to one once. Yeah, it was just one of those, like, random things that, like, these existed. These are things that happened. Kind of like sit-down Pizza Huts. They were yeah. once a thing. I, I was literally just going to say, one of the things I miss about Oklacon is going to that Pizza Hut buffet right up the road in Watonga. <laughs> I like just ordering, like, actual Pizza Hut pizza fresh out of the oven was a lot better than... Yeah, just sit-down sit pizza. It even had one of those old uh, Miss Pac-Man video games, the table kind. Yeah. yeah. You always had... Whenever you got a fresh pie from Pizza Hut... You always had to eat that first slice with a knife and fork because it, it would burn the fuck hot. out of you. Yep. Even yeah. if you eat the rest by hand, that if first If you value it- the roof of your mouth, you will eat this with a knife and fork. Like, the only... I don't want grease burns. There's only, like, <laughs> I think one or two sit-down Pizza Huts that I know of that are anywhere in this area nowadays. Mm-hmm. There's, like, one way up in Frisco, mm-hmm. and then there's one in Saginaw. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. It's, and they were, they were, I, we used to go for, my folks would take us and, uh, I would end up just getting the salad bar. I liked their salad bar because I would just go and eat, you know. I guess at one point they realized that all their profit margin was really in delivery and they just started phasing them out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, yeah, it takes more staff. You got a dining room that you've got to keep clean. You got to restock the the bar. I apologize to everyone for the aggressive wind chives tonight. They, oh. were, they weren't going when we started, but that's yeah, okay. fine. We're at an hour 15, so... It's our background music, yeah. and it's license-free. You know, we're, we're having a nice time sitting on the patio together. There's hookah noises, there's wind chimes. The dog has an... I think the dog got in, is inside. Yeah, I was like, where is... Yeah, Bo's You put him going. inside when we experimented with putting the hookah nah, That's right, oh, and he hasn't okay. been out again. I was like, where is he? Normally he's come by and rooted at me a few times. No, when we had like to fix he, the He runs up and like stands right here in front of me under the table so I can pet him. And then he runs off. And then he comes back and asks to be pet again. And it's like, all right, dude, hang on. We should probably wrap it up, guys. This is... I had three and a half hours of sleep last Buzz night. Was really sleepy. And oh, wow. So I... That's his own fault, though. Oh. Well, kind yeah. I, I, went, I, I went to bed at 11. And I lay there for an hour and I couldn't sleep. And, you know, I actually read recently that, like, if you're laying in bed for X period of time, you just can't sleep. Just fucking get up, move around, do something else and try again later. Um, And and that's generally a way to 
to do it. Uh, I made the mistake of sitting down and continuing to read a book I had started a while ago. Mm -hmm. You know, I get close to the end and I'm like, how much have I got left? It's about 60 pages. I look over at the clock. Oh, it's 3 a.m. Oh, this is a day I go into the office. So I have to wake up at 6.30 a.m. So Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up, yeah. So, you know, when I noticed it was that late, I, I put my bookmark in, put my book down, I went to bed, got three and a half hours of sleep, went to work, picked up Saverin when I got off work, came here. <laughs> fed you pizza. So, fed me pizza. So I'm, I'm running on very little energy right now, and I'm probably going to try to hit the hay like as soon as I get home. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yep. I mean, sometimes tomorrow's another six thirty day. I go into the office and I have an interview in the afternoon. Yeah, so you have to be sharp. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's wrap <laughs> this up. This is the final podcast of the year. We will see you in twenty twenty two. Somehow it's unbelievably. Yeah. Yep. It's, we're heading into our usual so, Christmas, New Year's era. Happy of holiday. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year. Hanukkah, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Happy winter. You know, Festivus. Mm-hmm. And all those feats of Kwanzaa. strength. So on that note, good night. And Merry Christmas.